Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. He loved her, so Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Genesis 24, 67. Dear God, you bring so many wonderful blessings into our lives. Thank you for being a God who cares about our hearts and fills our lives with your love. Show us what your amazing love is like as we read today's Bible story about Isaac and his wife, Rebecca. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com slash blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Isaac and Rebecca. Before this story, we learned how God told Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. Abraham obeyed, but the Lord provided a ram instead and blessed Abraham for his obedience. Now, we will learn about Sarah passing away and Isaac meeting and marrying Rebekah, as inspired by the book of Genesis. Hi there, I'm Julia, and welcome to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today, we get to hear a Bible story about how God brought Isaac a wonderful wife in a love story that you can make a movie out of. I know you're going to like it, and it's all true. So let's get started. Abraham's wife, Sarah, died at a very old age, and Abraham was very sad. Abraham bought land from the Hittites so he could bury his wife. A little while later, since it was custom in Abraham's day for parents to choose wives for their children, Abraham decided he must find a wife for his son, Isaac. However, Isaac couldn't just marry any woman in the land. Abraham wanted to find a good wife for his son. This would be difficult. Abraham and Isaac lived in the land of Canaan, and he did not want Isaac to marry a Canaanite woman because they were not holy and worshipped false gods. In order to remain righteous and faithful to God, Abraham had very clear directions for the woman that would marry Isaac. Abraham called on his most trusted chief servant, the one that was in charge of all that he had. He gave his servant the mission of finding a wife for his son in his homeland. He said to the servant, Go to my country and my own relatives and get a wife for my son Isaac. This was a tall order to fill, and the servant was anxious that if he found a woman, she would be unwilling to leave her home. The servant suggested that Isaac travel with him to marry the woman, but Abraham quickly answered, By no means are you to take my son back there. For God took me out of my homeland and has promised me this land for my children and all my descendants. Abraham encouraged the doubtful servant with this. God will send his angel ahead of you to get a wife for my son. 
and if the woman won't come, you are free from your mission. The servant set off for a long journey with ten camels to Abraham's homeland. Once he reached the outskirts of the city, he was exhausted and called out to God, Oh God, send me the right woman to be Isaac's wife. Suddenly, the servant prayed a bold prayer, saying to God, I will know that it is the right woman if she provides me with water to drink and offers to draw water for all ten of my camels. It just so happened that the words were barely out of his mouth when Rebecca, a beautiful, pure, and righteous young woman, walked towards the well with a water jug on her shoulder. The servant saw a wonderful opportunity and ran up to her and asked for a drink of water. She kindly said, Certainly, drink. She quickly noticed the ten camels that needed water and said, I will draw water for your camels until they have had their fill. This was the very sign the servant had prayed for, so he knew Rebekah was the woman the Lord had chosen to be Isaac's wife. When Rebekah finished with the camels, the servant gave her many gifts of jewelry. Rebekah then explained the names of her family. At that moment, the servant knew she belonged to the relatives of Abraham, and he asked to stay in their home. Rebecca welcomed him into her family's home and ran home to tell her relatives all about her experience. At that time, the servant bowed his head, giving thanks to God for his generosity. The brother of Rebecca, Laban, hurried to the well to assist the servant and gave his warmest welcome by saying, Come on in. I've got the house ready for you, and there's also a place for your camels. They all happily settled in the house and prepared to eat a meal together. Before they began to eat, the servant insisted on telling a story. He began to explain his journey and the purpose in which he was searching for a wife for Isaac. The servant told them how God had taken him to the well, and he answered his prayers by sending Rebekah at exactly the right time. The servant said, I believe Rebekah is the woman God has chosen to be Isaac's wife. Laban and his father agreed, This is undoubtedly from God. Take her and go. Let her be the wife of your master's son, as God has made it plain. The servant praised God and blessed the entire household with expensive gifts. The next morning, Rebecca's mother and brother tried to delay her departure, but Rebecca said, I am ready to go now. Rebecca was leaving the family she loved, and she was going to a foreign land, yet she knew it was the right thing to do. So they sent them off with a blessing, Rebecca with her nurse and Abraham's servant with his men. As the servant and Rebekah approached the land of Canaan, Isaac was in the field when he looked up and saw camels coming. Rebekah suddenly looked up to see a man in the field. She quickly hopped off the camel and asked the servant, Who is the man out in the field coming toward us? The servant replied, That is my master, Isaac. Rebekah responded by covering herself with a veil. She was excited to meet the man God had chosen to be her husband. Once Isaac reached them, the servant explained all that God had done. Isaac married Rebekah right away, and the love between them was strong. 
Isaac and Rebekah had trusted in the Lord, and he had brought them together to be husband and wife. God sure knows how to write a love story, doesn't he? It sounded like a movie. Now, maybe when you think about a husband and wife, you just think gross. And that's okay. It'll make more sense one day. So don't worry about it now. But what we do need to understand is why it was so important for Isaac and Rebecca to get married. Do you remember the big promise God made to Abraham? Let's break it down. God said, Abe, I'm going to be your God, and I'm going to give you so many children and so many great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren that one day they'll be like stars in the sky. But God wasn't done yet. He also said, And another thing, Abe, I'm going to give your descendants a special land to call home, the land of Canaan. But God still wasn't done. Lastly, he said, Abe, one day through your family, I'm going to bless the whole world in the most amazing way anyone could have ever imagined. Abraham didn't exactly understand that last part, but you and I know it was all part of a plan for God to heal our sick hearts from sin. It was God's promise to send the world a savior, Jesus. For all of his promises to come true one day, Isaac needed a wife, and then they needed some kids. So God wrote a love story. Do you remember how it started? Like so many wonderful stories in the Bible, it began with a promise. Isaac's mom, Sarah, had died, and his dad, Abraham, knew it was time for Isaac to find a wife. But Isaac couldn't just marry any girl. Isaac needed to marry the right girl, the girl God chose. And for that, Abraham knew that Isaac needed to marry a woman from among their own people. So he made his servant promise to travel back to Abraham's homeland and find the woman God had chosen for Isaac. And boy, did God choose a great girl. Picture the scene. The sun sparkles over the sand as Abraham's servant arrives at the city walls. He's dusty, exhausted, and desperate for God's help. So he prays. Please, God of Abraham, lead me to the woman you've chosen as Isaac's wife. Then, right on cue, you see Rebecca. The wind sweeps her hair across her face. The sunset frames her beauty. The servant asks for her help. Dear lady, Please draw me a drink from the well. Do you remember how she responds? Did she say, ugh, I'm too tired, get it yourself? No. What about, I'm too weak, I can't help you with that? No. Rebecca quickly offers to give the man a drink. Then she sees all his poor, tired camels and her heart goes out to them. So she gives water to the camels too. The servant grins. That's God's sign to him. This is the woman for Isaac. God had arranged the whole thing. He had a good plan, and he would see it through. He still does that today, you know. God has plans for your life. His biggest and best plan is for you to enjoy life with him forever. 
and Jesus made this possible when he died on the cross to take away our sins. Then he rose from the dead to show that he was undoing all the bad things sin had done to God's good creation. That's the greatest love story of all time. But for all of that to happen, a boy and a girl first had to meet and fall in love. Do you remember the last scene in our love story between Isaac and Rebecca? Rebecca sees Isaac for the first time. He's walking through his fields at sunset. The cool breeze carries the fragrance of the wildflowers through the air. Then their eyes meet and God's good plan continues right on track. Thanks for joining me today. Come back next time to hear how one of Isaac and Rebecca's sons chose a bowl of soup over a place in God's promise. And remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Please leave us a review if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast. Reviews help parents find this podcast and spread the good news around the world. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year from Pray.com. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and it helps you have conversations that support you in having bold faith in a broken world. You will be empowered, excited, and inspired in your faith. I'm so excited for you to join me for Unapologetic weekly, wherever you get your podcasts.